Hey everyone, it's Jonathan, and today we've got a surprise episode for you. I'm not just doing versions of A Christmas Carol this Christmas. After we did our episode on The Nutcracker and the Four Realms, I saw that Disney was releasing another version of The Nutcracker this year called The Hip Hop Nutcracker. So I decided that we had to do this one too, just to see if they made any improvements to their previous attempt. I asked Nikki and Katie to come back for this one since they had done the Four Realms episode with me. And while Nikki was busy during the time we were going to record, she did send us a mini review to include in the episode while Katie and I discussed the movie. So before we start, let's just talk about our first reactions to it what did you think when you first started watching it because i had no idea what what to expect going in yeah i like was like oh it's only 45 minutes <laughs> yeah i me thought too. it was gonna be longer um but then when it like started i was like okay we get like this setup with the you know narrator and i was like that's good but then like the text on screen and i was like why do i need this too uh-huh. but then like when like ignoring the text on screen because like it was like the story is telling me this but like i fully enjoyed myself with the actual like movie the text on screen i didn't care for but i like really enjoyed the dancing and the music and everything i think i feel pretty much exactly the same way except i didn't need any sort of narrator (laughs) Like yeah, even, I think even the rapping, I, 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 it made me feel the same way I feel about Fantasia 2000. I did not need the celebrity intros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I didn't mind the rapper. Like he wasn't necessary because the story told itself enough through visuals. But like, I didn't mm-hmm. mind him. He he kind of went in and out. Like at first, it was like, oh no, this is cheesy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then he he did get a little bit better. I liked his scene in the the land of sweets. <laughs> I like yeah. that part the best with him, and that the the rapper is Joseph Simmons. He actually was part of Run DMC, and he's like apparently oh. like a hip hop icon. So he really was the celebrity introduction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the text on screen kind of like I was like, go away. I was watching a movie. I don't want to read a... It kind of was like when you... Have you ever gotten one of those where it's like a children's book adaptation of a movie? And like it has screenshots of the book from the movie and it like has text written on it. That's like what it mm. made me think of. Yeah. None of none of the introductions or text or anything was really necessary. I would have absolutely loved this if it was just music, just dancing, no narration, no explanation, just give me the ballet, but hip hop. And yeah, for the most part, I really liked it. I do think that the intro, the narration and the text on screen did bring bring it down a bit, but not enough to where I was like, I, I don't like this. I still loved it. I will watch it again. I watched, I've watched. i watched it like four times already. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because I needed to write notes and I was actually trying to go through this thing and match up the songs with the actual ballet to try and figure out what was what. Nice. So that's why I watched it so many times. <laughs> but I would have watched it more than once anyways. And I'll probably watch it again. I, I think my cousin would like this, so I'll probably watch it with her too. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it'd be fun to like turn on every once in a while and just like, mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of fun. 
it'd be a nice background thing to put on like at a Christmas party or something. Yeah. But one thing that I didn't know is that this is not unique to Disney Plus. I thought this was like a new Disney Plus thing that Disney Plus made up. Apparently, this is like the 10th anniversary of a stage show. Like yeah. the Hip Hop Nutcracker has been running as a stage show for the last 10 years, and I've never heard of it before. Yeah, I I think they like mentioned that up in the description or something, but I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, I had no idea. But it, it, it's a good idea, though, because I've always loved, like I grew up with classical music, mm-hmm. but I've always loved fusing classical music with modern music, and I think this yeah. does it really well. Oh, yeah. Plus the dancing takes it to the next level. Yes. I feel like the play is probably a bit better because you don't have the text. Mm. I'm going to assume the play is probably more you just watch it as opposed to the text. I think it's also like twice as long too. So I think the one on Disney Plus is abridged from whatever the stage show is. Aw. Yeah. when When I saw the length of it elsewhere, I was like, I mean there's more <laughs> <laughs> i would have liked it if it was a lot longer yeah they, i feel like if it was more like how they did hamilton on that's kind of uh, what Disney i thought because well, i i found out it was a stage show before i started watching it and then i was thinking oh so it, did they just film the stage show but no they they filmed it specifically for disney plus so it wasn't like they brought cameras to an actual theater Mm-hmm. but I think they could have, and I think it would have been great if they'd done that. Yeah. Well, before we get into it, I had originally wanted Nikki to join us because she had done the other Nutcracker with us, and it didn't work out, but she did send a review, so I'm going to play that for us so that we can... I haven't listened to it yet. I figured I'd just wait and listen to it when we're recording. All right, so thoughts on the hip-hop nutcracker without going into an intense amount of tangents. This may be a real challenge, but I will do what I can. So this thing from the start is only 45 minutes long, so it already has uh, quite an advantage or a disadvantage in storytelling depending upon how you consider length of a feature compared to Nutcracker in the Four Realms. It does use those 45 minutes in a way that makes a ton of sense and is much more true to the original ballet for obvious reasons. Most of its storytelling is told through dance. Um, There is a narrator in the form of the famous Run DMC uh, artist, but it does um, do most of what it needs to do through the art of dance. And that is probably one of the strongest things that the Nutcracker offers. It's amazing dance. Just the moves that it pulls out over the course of those 45 minutes, the artistry that combines ballet and um, hip-hop in so many unique ways. And it's just like the Rat King. He just moved in such incredible ways. It was a joy to watch from that perspective. As for the rest, I am unfortunately not as well-versed in the actual ballet as I am in the, the traditional story of the Nutcracker. So I can't really comment on how um, the story relates in the hip-hop Nutcracker compared to the Nutcracker Ballet. But the what I can, I guess, comment on is the quality of the music, especially where you do a fusion of classic and hip-hop was absolutely incredible. I love 
when they take like a classic score and add rock or hip hop elements to it. It's it elevates it in a different way, but it still pays homage to what the base is. I think they did an incredible job with this. So I guess in closing, I would definitely say that the hip hop version of the Nutcracker is miles above what Nutcracker in the Four Realms was, more so because it didn't add um, unnecessary stuff to the story. It took what was there and it gave it a spin. Like you should, you know, nothing should. If you can take the original text and add to it in a way that enriches the experience without adding a whole bunch of extra fluff that doesn't really do anything for the story, it's always going to be the best version of it, in my opinion. And this one did it right. It added the elements that was needed. It gave a cohesive story. It dazzled visually. I mean, the sets and the dance and all of it was just incredible. You know, the people that, that played the different roles, they uh, they showed through their faces and you got the emotional sense of what they were going for. So, yeah, it was a really quality version. Yeah, I pretty much agree. There's Yeah there's so much in this that's just it's just so fun to watch right like i was watching it and my sister was in the room and she wasn't watching she was working on other things i just kept calling her like look at this look at this (laughs) it's so cool yeah and we'll get there she specifically mentioned the rat king and my uh, like my jaw dropped i was like that's amazing yeah okay well we'll start with the main cast and I didn't recognize too many people, but there were a few people I did recognize. The main character is Maria Clara, who is played by Cash or Cachet Melvin. I'm not sure how you pronounce the first name. And her parents are played by Allison Holker and Stephen Boss. And I didn't realize, but they're actually married in real life, which oh. I thought was cool. <laughs> and the dad, Stephen Boss... I thought I recognized him, so I started looking around. He was Ellen's DJ. Oh. So that's why I recognized him. That's funny. So when this starts, at first I was like, oh no, is this going to be awkward? (laughs) Because I wasn't really into the rapping, Mm -hmm. but I did like the dancing. And I would say that the first, the opening street dance is probably the weakest one. It definitely got kept getting better and better and better this it was good but combined with the wrapping i was still a little bit skeptical but in further watches i've warmed up to it i really like the, the opening dance and the music is the march from the beginning of the nutcracker like the the music is pretty much in order there's a few things out of order but from what i can tell i'm i'm not a nutcracker expert i had to do a lot more research than i thought i was going to <laughs> <laughs> But it's pretty much in order, and this is the march that's one of the first songs in the actual ballet. And you get, I guess he's called the Neighborhood MC. I think that's what he's credited as, the guy from Run DMC. Uh-huh. He basically says that Maria Clara's parents are, I guess, having issues. It, it's not really explained very well because it's, I mean, it's kind of unnecessary to explain <laughs> all this stuff. But the whole point of this is she just wants her parents to stop fighting i guess they won't dance together yes yes she wants them to dance and they're supposed to kiss by midnight i guess like before new year's eve because this takes place on new year's eve so after the big opening march dance she puts on her headphones to tune everything out and you have dance of the sugar plum fairy it's a it's a 
I mean, it's already a quiet song, but I really liked how they did this one, having everything just kind of disappear. Yeah. And her dancing by herself. Yeah, it's really good. And then you're introduced to Drosselmeyer, who in this version is a gender swap version. So this one is played by Comfort Fidoki. I don't know if I'm pronouncing the last name right on that. She looked familiar, but I'm not sure if I've seen her in anything. I love Dazzlemeyer. Yes, she was amazing. The, the costume was great. The dancing was great. She was just, she was so cool. Right. And I believe when Drosselmeyer is introduced, I think this is the song in the ballet, The Arrival of Mr. Drosselmeyer and Distribution of the Presence, which makes sense for what is happening here. Mm-hmm. Because you have Drosselmeyer in this version has a toy store and she brings three of the toys to life. There's a marionette doll and I believe it's a ballerina on a music box and then a jack in the box. Yeah. And I I actually recognized one of these dancers. I'm not 100% sure if this is the correct pronunciation. There's so many people. I have no idea if I'm pronouncing their names correctly. But I recognize this dancer. I think you pronounce her name Yaya Vankova. Mm-hmm. I think she's either Russian or Eastern European somewhere. She is a dancer who does like extremely intricate like robot moves. Oh yeah, <laughs> and she's perfect for this marionette doll thing. She like there's, I think the reason that I know who she is because a while back there was this video that was going viral that I think people were confused and thought it was an actual robot, <laughs> but it was her dancing. <laughs> she's she's amazing. Like, just go search her name. Her name is spelled J-A-J-A-V-A-N-K-O-V-A. Just do a Google search and watch some of her videos. She's awesome. She has, she, she has such a unique move set, I guess. She, mm-hmm. Like, people can do robot dances, but like, there's something about her. She's just so good at it. Yeah. And the first time I watched this, Drew, I think I was kind of multitasking and I wasn't paying enough attention. I think I was typing. Plus, I was watching on my laptop, which wasn't in like big HD. It was like a small picture. The second time I watched it, I had it on the TV in HD. I was like, wait a minute. Is that the robot dancer? (laughs) (laughs) So I went straight to IMDb, started looking through. Yes, it's definitely her. That's awesome. Yeah, it looked really, it was really good. Yeah, it is so good. And then this is where the first out of order song comes in because you have the ballerina doll on the music box dancing to the Arabian dance. And that comes later in the actual ballet, but it works for what they wanted here. Yeah. And then with the Jack in the Box character, I I am not sure what the song was. Like... I would say maybe like 30% of the music in this, I was not sure what the original song from the ballet was because it was so hip hopified Mm -hmm. or they wrote their own music. I'm not sure. Maybe they like took a few notes and then went in their own direction with it. Yeah. So my guess is that this is the grandfather waltz, but that is, that is a guess. That is a wild guess, mostly because I'm pretty sure that that's what bridges the gap between this scene and the next. And I'm, I just kind of wondered if maybe they took part of that and turned it into the hip hop version and then went into the classical version afterwards. Not a hundred percent sure. That's just, 
that's my wild guess for this scene. Yeah. <laughs> then you're introduced to the Nutcracker, and this version is a nut vendor. He has like a little <laughs> hot dog cart that still accept its nuts on the side of the it. street. And I'm this is another one. I get a wild guess as to what the song is. I think that this could be the song Clara and the Nutcracker. But it it doesn't really sound like it at all. I just, I can't for the life of me figure out exactly <laughs> what it's supposed to be. They could have just made it up for this special. I don't know. And then you have more rapping. And <laughs> some of his lines I thought were just awkward. It was like, <laughs> it was like somebody's dad in here. <laughs> and the one that just stood out to me was when he's trying to get the nutcracker to go after Maria Clara, he says, I'm a cool peep, so I'll watch your cart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so funny. And then the next scene, I'm pretty sure, is that the music is supposed to be the battle, which makes total sense. And there's parts of it where I'm sure that that's what it is, but other parts where it's like, I think they just kind of did their own thing. But you have Maria Clara falling asleep on a park bench, like in an alley or a factory or something. <laughs> Just I'm like, well, sure it's, it's nighttime, time to sleep. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I'm not sure why there's a park bench in a factory or wherever this is, but whatever, it's cool. And you have a violinist playing here, which I thought was cool. He's he, he's actually a violinist, like a dancer. He only has the one credit on IMDb, but I looked him up and he was... I think he was on Broadway, Robert Green. Oh, cool. He leaves when the mice start coming out. And I thought <laughs> it was funny that they like they pop out of a dumpster and <laughs> yeah. start sneaking out of things. <laughs> yeah, the mice are a lot of fun. Yes, yes. I love this scene. So they wake Maria Clara up. They start dancing. And then the mouse king comes in. And he only has one leg, and the dancer is Gene Sock, and he's a professional break dancer who performed a Cirque du Soleil, and he's known for incorporating his crutches into his dancing, and he was amazing. Right. Like, like my jaw literally dropped when he started dancing. I was like, that is so cool. Yeah, he, like, stole the show, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So then they have a dance battle, the Nutcracker and the Mouse King, and Maria Claire is dragged away by the mice. Drosselmeyer comes in and conjures up a magic storm to give the Nutcracker some magic sneakers. Was, I wasn't sure yes. what was happening. I was like all there for it. <laughs> and I think the music here, if if the other scene wasn't Clara and the Nutcracker, I'm pretty sure this was. It was also different, but this was a lot closer to what the ballet was. So I'm pretty sure that's what this music was, Clara and the Nutcracker. So then he's dancing in his new magic sneakers. He's joined by a bunch of soldiers, some of whom are drumming on paint buckets. And I liked the design of the paint buckets, but I was thinking the paint is dripping down from the bottoms of the buckets so like <laughs> somebody poured had the buckets upside down and poured paint on them to get the get it dripped down the side but that's not how the paint would be dripping <laughs> if it was real paint buckets i was really over analyzing that <laughs> <laughs> so all these soldiers are dance battling the mice and i think this is another riff on the battle it could be another a made-up number i don't know and then they rescue maria claire from the dumpster <laughs> <laughs> And she and the Nutcracker leave to have a more classical dance in a much nicer part of town. 
<laughs> and this music is a pine forest in winter. And then Drosselmeyer comes in to summon the spirit of the snow, which is Mikhail Barishnikov, who is an actual ballet dancer who has done the Nutcracker in the past. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and I'm I'm pretty sure this music is Waltz of the Snowflakes, but then it takes a turn and it's completely its own thing again, because the snow that they summon is the Jabberwockies, who are a dance troupe known for their specific masks. And I've I've loved <laughs> Do you know the show Shake It Up? It yeah. was a Disney Channel show. Yeah. They were on an episode of that, and I had never heard of them before then, but they were, they were like one of the, my favorite things that I ever saw on that show. <laughs> <laughs> they were so cool, and I thought it was awesome that they had them on this special. Yeah, they were really fun, too. So after the Jabberwockies finished their dance, Drosselmeyer summons a time portal to take them all back to the night that Maria Clara's parents met. And this is where you get the Land of Sweets, which is a candy store slash nightclub. It was great. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> and and the neighborhood MC is back. And he says, <laughs> throw your hands up, throw your hands up. If you're back in time, throw your hands up. <laughs> <laughs> and then he did have a line that I thought was great. He says, another New Year's Eve and I'm feeling terrific. Back in the day, yeah, non-specific. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, an uns unspecified period of time, maybe the eighties, but non-specific. Uh, this this was probably his best scene. Oh yeah, and also these this music this whole scene is probably like my favorite music of all of this, and. There was more to this than I realized on my first watch, because on my first watch, I recognized like the Chinese dance, dance of the reed flutes. But the Chinese dance is introduced as a tea party. And in yeah. the ballet, this is listed in some places as the tea scene. <laughs> <laughs> so they put more thought into it than I realized. There's also a chocolate scene and a coffee scene. But the chocolate scene that that's incorporated here like the word coffee appears on or chocolate appears on screen mm -hmm. with a dancer it it sounds similar to to that so i know that's what they're going for but the coffee dance was the arabian dance which was used for the music box dancer at the beginning ah nice and then you had the dance of the reed flutes and the solo dancer is credited as reed pipes but i really liked the solo dancer i thought he did a great job yeah and then you have a big group dance, which is the Russian dance. And the featured dancer, Alex Wong, he looked familiar again, but I looked through his IMDb page and he was in a bunch of stuff that I've seen, but he didn't play a character that like he was always a dancer. So maybe his face just got stuck in my head. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see when her parents meet, it's the Waltz of the Flowers. And I really liked how they did this. It had time slowing down except for them. Yeah. And I liked the way they were interacting with the people around them. And then this leads into the last waltz, which I believe is how the show closes. It's not the last song in this version, but I think on the stage show, the last waltz is the end, at least in what I've looked at. Like I said, I'm not a nutcracker expert. This is just my afternoon of research. <laughs> So the MC sends them back to the future to fix her parents' marriage. I don't remember. Like, I think it's had had to do with, like, reminding them of this first dance, and that was the whole point of this. Yeah, because later the Nutcracker and 
uh, Maria Clara dance the dance that they did in this week. Yeah. And it like rejuvenates their love, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think any of the the actual narrative is that necessary. I think it would have been fine without it, but that's what they did. So they go back, they show them the dance, they start dancing. There's like this big block party happening. And I'm pretty sure the music here is the piece, The Sugar Plum Fairy and Her Cavalier. And then they kiss at the stroke of midnight. And then the MC is back. He does a rap and then takes a selfie with, with the <laughs> whole party. <laughs> and that's basically the end, except there's somebody, I don't know who this is, somebody named Curtis Blow. He's apparently he's part of the stage show and he sings a song over the credits but he's like a sort of a character. I, th- I think I saw him on my rewatch. I think I saw him earlier in the special as well. So he's, I guess, another celebrity cameo. Yeah. Anyways, that's basically it. It was much shorter than I thought it was. I like. I thought this was going to be a movie. When I first heard about this, I thought it was just going to be another Nutcracker movie. Yeah. I didn't realize it was a musical special. Yeah, like I expected it to be like a shorter movie, like a Disney Channel movie kind of i thought that's what they were going to go for but you know like while i would have enjoyed maybe a bit more i Mm -hmm. really enjoyed what we got so i don't really have much complaints (laughs) yeah no i i don't really either i think i I, if it were me i think the the length is good but i would have replaced the narration with more dancing (laughs) yeah But what we got was fine. I did enjoy this. I thought it was a fun special. I mean, like, when I went into the movie, I was just like, well, as long as the Nutcracker's in it, then it's already going to be better than the (laughs) Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And he was, so yay. (laughs) Yes, he was actually a main character in in the special with his name. (laughs) Instead of just an accessory. (laughs) Yes, yes. My favorite scene was when the wife was dancing and she was trying to get her husband to uh, dance with her and he just grabs the like hot chocolate and shoves his entire face in it and then just shrugs <laughs> at her like, I'm busy. And he's, like, <laughs> he's got like whipped cream all up to his eyes. And you're just like, <laughs> how normal people drink. <laughs> that was just so funny to me. I think my favorite parts were the Rat King, of course. Of and course. then the land of sweets yeah like all of all of those pieces were so good it was like the perfect classical modern fusion yes it was really really good well i think that's probably all i have to say about this it's too short to like do too much more and most Mm -hmm. of it is just dancing anyway so yeah most of it if i said anything more it would just be me talking about my favorite parts which we've already done so (laughs) we probably can end this one here it'll be a much shorter episode but it doesn't need to be a long one for this yeah just go see it if you haven't seen it go watch it yeah definitely watch it most of the time like i'll be like this isn't like i'll be like i enjoyed it but i understand if people don't like it but honestly i don't think like it really has to not be your thing if you are not going to at least enjoy it somewhat. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, everyone should give it a try at one point. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so much fun. And it's only 45 minutes, so it's not like you're going to dedicate an hour and a half of your time. Yeah, don't watch Nutcracker from Realms. Just watch this movie <laughs> the same length of time. 
And you yeah, I just watched this one like three times because the Nutcracker of the Four Realms was way longer than it needed to be. Yeah, like <laughs> if you watch Nutcracker of the Four Realms, you'll walk away sad and depressed that you wasted your life. But if you watch this three times, you'll be like, yay, good time spent, I guess. <laughs> They need to put out a soundtrack because I looked up the soundtrack because I was when I was trying to figure out which song was which from the from the actual ballet. Yeah, it's like I'll just look at the soundtrack. I could not find a soundtrack. Oh no! Like, D- Disney is losing money here. They should be putting yeah, out a soundtrack. Yeah, come on, Disney. I will. I will buy the soundtrack because <laughs> it is that good. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, I think that's going to be all for this one. Do you want to let people know where they can find you if they want more from you? Oh gosh, <laughs> um, could it, can you handle more of me? Is the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you can find me at KT Draws Things um, on Instagram and Twitter. I recently did some variant covers for a web comic that you can uh, check out my posts of it on Twitter and Instagram. It's really cool. Give it a look. And yeah. Okay, and you'll be back later because we're going to be talking about muppet christmas carol at the end of the season yeah so look forward to that imagine me but i'm waving my arms like kermit (laughs) (laughs) yes okay well we'll see you then yep look forward to it Hey, it's Jonathan, and I know I don't usually do outros, but I felt like I should jump in here and mention that not long after we recorded this episode, we found out that Stephen Boss, the dancer who played Maria Clara's father, passed away. I know it's unlikely that anyone who knew him will listen to our podcast, but it still felt like the right thing to do to get on here and mention that and offer condolences to the family. He was an amazing dancer, and he and his wife were such a great dance team in the movie. It's always such a tragedy when someone passes away so young, so our thoughts are with his family. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Disney Movie Marathon. If you like what you've heard, make sure to subscribe on your preferred podcast platform or to our YouTube channel. Make sure to follow my co-hosts as well. Any relevant links will be in the description for easy access. We'll be back soon with another brand new episode, so thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.